You Betcha She Did is brought to you by the Ladies First Digital Media Company, helping women entrepreneurs be seen and heard through podcasts and YouTube channels. Learn more at their website, www.ladiesfirstdigitalmedia.com, and reach out to me, Raina Rukiki. Did she really do that? You betcha she did. Welcome to You Betcha She Did, the podcast where female entrepreneurs and women who have paved the way share their wit and wisdom. Today, my guest is Jenny Conrardi. She is a female electrician working for Current Electric in Wauwatosa, and she's currently doing her journeyman journey uh, to become a fully certified electrician with an emphasis in solar panels and solar electricity, which is pretty damn cool. Uh, Jenny, welcome to the show. We don't often hear about women in the trades, so I'm super curious to pick your brain. Just a heads up for our listeners, too. Jenny is currently working in Milwaukee, and she um, is at Fuel Cafe, for any of those people who love Fuel Cafe like myself, uh, recording there. So there may be a little bit of background noise, but we are going to roll with it. So, Jenny, tell us, what made you want to get to become an electrician? I know that wasn't your first career, so maybe start off with, you know, what did you do before becoming an electrician and what led up to this turning point? Sure. Yeah. So before this, I worked in local and sustainable foods um, in the food industry, um, and I also worked in um organic agriculture on a veggie farm. Um, And so when I needed to transition careers um, in order to sort of make a a better living for myself and my son, I looked for something that was sort of in the same vein. And um, when I stumbled across solar electricity, that was kind of the perfect fit to transition from a platform of local sustainable food and agriculture into renewable energy. And as I can imagine, there's not a lot of women in the trades. Like what's been your experience with that being being a woman entering kind of a man's world? Hopefully it won't be a man's world forever. But what's it like right Right. now? Yeah, so right now, I do think that the industry is poised to be able to um, welcome more diversity. However, right now, the national statistics are that um, there's 26% of solar installers are women. And for electricians, um, the national statistic is that um, 4% of registered electricians are women. So the numbers are very low at this point. Yeah, the 4% is kind of what I was thinking as far as women in the trades. I'm surprised at the 26% for women in solar emphasis, but it kind of makes sense when you think about just in general how women kind of have that motherly instinct and want to kind of care for the planet and push green energy. So that in that sense, I was like, oh, maybe I'm surprised, but maybe not surprised. Well, Um, also for a solar installation, you don't need as much schooling um, and you don't need this a specific certification. So because the requirements are less, it's an easier entry into that realm. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And speaking of schooling, so how how does that work? Like how do you become an electrician? So first you need to be hired by a company. 
And that company then chooses whether or not to sponsor you for an apprenticeship. So um, you don't just say, oh, I want to be an electrician. I'm going to go to school. Um, You first need to be working in the industry and your company needs to recognize your um, dedication and your ability. And then they choose you. They choose to sponsor you for receiving the education. Okay, what what kind of things are they looking for when choosing people for the education? Like, do you just have to show that you're hardworking and serious about it? Or are there other factors to consider? Yep, hardworking to work your ass off all year round outside. You have to have um, a good balance between um, being book smart and working with your hands. You need to be detail oriented. There are kind of a whole host of things that go into being a good fit for electrical specifically. But the thing that I think is most interesting for electrical is that it it really is sort of this balance between book smart and working with your hands. Um, There's a lot of sort of background information involved in electrical systems that that you really need to know about. Yeah, I can imagine. There's a, yeah, just knowing the circuits and making sure you're doing things that will be safe for the residents of the house or commercial building, depending on what you're doing. So I'm going to back up just a little bit. So you said, you know, first, before you can even go to school to be an electrician, you have to get hired by a company. That almost seems like a catch-21, right? Or the chicken and the egg situation. It's like, well, if you don't have experience being an electrician, how do you get hired by a company? Like, how did that work for you? Or any advice you have? (laughs) That's a very good point. For me, it was, I think, a little bit of luck maybe, but also on my resume, I had my agricultural experience all outlined. And so that right there showed that I was a hard worker. I also helped um, start a business in Sheboygan, Goodside Grocery. And so being a part of that process with the crew of people, I think, showed that I take initiative, um, I'm a good problem solver, I'm able to see a project through front to back. So it doesn't necessarily, you don't necessarily get excluded by not having prior experience in electrical specifically, but, you know, they they can look and see what you've done in your past and sort of measure up to see if those sort of characteristics will be a good fit for the, the path towards being an electrician. Yeah, that makes sense. Like if you're looking to do a, a mid-career switch in your life, it's like if you already have good work habits established, it probably will be a fairly easy transition. If you're just coming out of school, I mean, I feel like there's such a need for people in the trades, whether it's electricians or plumbers or carpenters, that this this might even be the time to really get into the trades. Absolutely. Yeah, um, the trades right now have um, a labor gap. They have more people retiring than they have people entering. So um, now is a really great time to, um, you know, enter this platform and sort of usher in, welcome in, you know, minorities and really push that diversity, equity, inclusion and justice mindset um, in order to expand how the trade's functioning. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Have you been to Sheboygan's only indie bookshop and writing center yet? Wordhaven Bookhouse is located at 923 North A Street, next to Rupp's, and is open six days a week. In addition to selling books, art, and gifts, 
They also have a variety of classes, workshops, and events every week. And they have a warm and cozy space, perfect for winter, if you need a place to work. This Wednesday, November 30th, from 6 to 7 p.m., they are partnering with Mead Library for National Novel Writing Month. Come work with local author Amy E. Casey on your writing project and discuss next steps. And on Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m., you can take the class Poetry Like Water with poet Freesha McKee. And Professor Liz Angela is guiding students through creating authenticity maps on Saturday, December 3rd from 3 to 4.30 p.m. Join us for our second Death Cafe on Sunday, December 4th from 3 to 4 p.m. to engage in open conversations about death and dying. Don't live in Sheboygan? You can purchase books from their online bookshop. Or need a writing or communications instructor? Wordhaven's owner, Kelly, is available to teach classes at your organization and or could help you with your individual projects. Go to kellydholstein.com backslash Wordhaven for additional information. Do you feel like there's not enough personal in your personal finance world? Or maybe you know there's absolutely no way you can bootstrap yourself out of a bad system designed to see you fail. If either one of these applies to you, then you need to listen to What the Finance. What the Finance is independently produced by me, Cheyenne. And me, Rachel. You can subscribe to What the Finance anywhere feisty podcasts are found. So speaking of um, being an electrician, I like the fact that you're outside all the time. I love to be outside. What what do you think are like the top three best things about being an electrician that you've discovered so far? Um, I do think that the the outdoor aspect is really great. Obviously, there are days that are tough when it's, you know, midsummer, you know, over 90 degrees or midwinter below zero degrees. (laughs) Yep. Um, (laughs) All seasons here in this state. Yeah, right. Um, However, I do really enjoy being outdoors. And that for me is a big win. I'm used to it from working in agriculture for so long. And so um, it it feels natural to me. But I think other things that I like are that um, electrical is so diverse in terms of the applications that there's always something new to learn. For me, I like having that challenge and I like having that engagement. So for me, it's nice to to know that I, I won't ever get bored. There's always another thing to learn or a new application to explore. Yeah, it's really it's nice to have challenges. It's, it's a bummer when you get bored at work. It's like you got to keep that mind active, solving problems. I heard the pay is pretty good in the trades. Like, has that been your experience? Yeah, that was one reason that I entered the trades was to be able to have more financial security for myself and my son. And so obviously, the longer you work in the trades, the more your wage goes up. But that that's an attractive part of of working in this industry is that the wages are competitive. Kind of circling back. So, you know, you're working for an electrical company right now, and then they've what's the word, nominated you to do the journeyman journey and to be fully trained at school. Do they pay for some of that schooling or do you have to like make sure you work with for them for a certain number of years? Like how does that work? Yeah, that's a great question too, because that's another benefit of working in the trades that I really appreciate is and um, was attractive to me personally being a single mom is that they do pay for school. Um, So tuition and books are paid for. And they also um, pay your hourly wage while you're at school. 
So it's kind of a oh wow, bonus. that's amazing. It's amazing. Holy cow. It's really great. So that's that's partly why it's important for employers to be able to hire you first and select you to go to school because they need to make sure that they're protecting that investment. Yeah, that's great that they really are making an investment in you, you know, because you compare that to going to a four-year college where you're going to, most of us will end up in debt and then you have to pay that off. And here it's like they're paying for your schooling, they're paying for you to be at school, and then you're also doing on-the-job training. It's like, wow, that's a win-win. It is a win-win, yeah. And so schooling is set up differently than at a university also. So I go to school one full day every other week. So the school is set up not as a full-time student for four years straight because most of what you're learning is on the job training and then it's supplemented by that academic training. So it's kind of a good fit to be able to maintain your income while learning at the same time. And the apprenticeship is set up so that you need 8,400 hours of on-the-job training And then you need 200 hours of unpaid related training. So you take 200 hours of classes outside of school and outside of work before you can sit for your journeyman's test. And generally, how long does that process take to get those 8,000 hours? Five-year program in total. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I was like trying to do the math in my head. I was like, how many hours is that a week? And how would that work? So some people can finish it up. In four years, that would be the, the minimum, but they allow you five years total. So it's four years of schooling. And then that last year in your fifth year is to finish up any hours you might need for your unpaid related classes, to finish up any of those 8,400 hours you need for on-the-job training, and then to be able to make, make the time to sit for that test. How's your experience been as a woman? Like, being in the classes, working um, for an electrical company, have people been encouraging, inviting, or maybe a little wary? Maybe all those, I don't know. Yeah, I think I've experienced all of those. But in terms of my class at school, um, those guys have been super welcoming. Um, We've all sort of created a really great bond in my class. Um, And so that's been really special and really neat to experience that. We have 10 people in our class, so it's pretty small. And we all help each other out. And, you know, we look forward to seeing each other that every other week. So it's really nice. And in terms of work, it took me a little bit to find just the right fit. But um, at this point, I work with um, two other guys on my team. And they're both experienced electricians. So it's been really great to be able to work with them every day, have them teach me, and feel welcomed on that team. So it's really good. This shows right there, the times are changing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Little by little. So it's it's really great. I think, like I said before, I think we're at a tipping point in the trades industry where, where this is a good stage for, you know, women and minorities to be able to just jump in and take hold and, you know, make a space, a safe, comfortable space here. Yeah. I also, I think those are just really fantastic life skills. My husband's a tech ed teacher at a high school. And whenever he has girls in his class, he gets so excited just because now they know how to, you know, put a cabinet together or how to change a tire, like all these things that I kind of wish I would have learned when I was younger. But um, 
there was more of a defined gender role at that time. And I love that those lines are getting blurry now and more people are open to exploring all sorts of jobs. Yeah, because to be honest, I feel like those are skills that are disappearing no matter what gender you are. And so it's it's good to be able to carry on that torch. Yeah. Do you have any future goals or dreams with being an electrician? Like just down the road, are you just excited to work for a company? Would you ever want to do your own company? I don't know. At this point, I feel like this is a a path that um, is sort of one step at a time. So my first goal is to obtain my journeyman wireman's license, and that's a big deal. So that's what I'm focusing on for now. And then in the future, who knows? Because the electrical industry is only growing. Solar especially is seeing a big boom right now. So that's really encouraging and very exciting. Right now, I'm constantly working with brand new technology. So it's really, really great. So um, in a way, it's almost hard to tell what the future will. I just feel excited to see what kind of path will open up for me. But my goals right now are just sort of one step at a time, get my license and then um, see where life takes me. Do you have any um, words of encouragement for any women who are interested in going into being an electrician or the trades? Yeah, just do it. Just get get in. Don't let anyone say no and keep going. Um, advice that was given to me from a longtime friend who has been in the solar industry for 15 years. He said, don't get discouraged if you don't know everything overnight. This is a career that takes time to learn. And so you just have to keep pressing on and know that this is a path that you're on. Yeah, that's great advice for anybody, any career, actually, you know, it's like, there's going to be stuff you don't know, and you just have to push through and and the struggle's okay. It's okay to struggle through those challenges, you'll you'll get through and you'll learn something in the meantime. Yeah, because you know, that's where growth comes from. If you want to get in touch with Jenny, check our show notes. We'll have her contact details there, especially if you know of any women who want to get in the trades and need a fellow woman to connect with. As always, thank you for listening to You Betcha She Did. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. The more positive reviews we get, the easier it is for listeners to find our show. And when more listeners find our show, we're spreading the word of amazing women entrepreneurs and leaders and lifting women up all over the world. Thanks again for listening. Until next time.